Wow. Oof. It is week three, ladies and gentlemen, and the Packers are already tugging on the heartstrings. Um, wow. What a game. Uh, week three, the Battle of the Bay. This is 4-4, four and four, Buck the System, and I'm your host, Justin. Um, we had another Sunday night classic primetime game. Uh, that's exactly how you want to finish a game start to finish entertaining and just a great battle uh, against the 49ers. Uh, you know, Green Bay and the Green Bay uh, and San Francisco have had a long history, more of like a, they're not like a rival in the sense of like your division rival, uh, but there's a lot of ties between the Packers and 49ers from coaches and personnel. For example, you, you can go back from, uh, Mike Holmgren being a, you know, coaching descendant uh, from the coaching tree of Bill Walsh and as long as well as getting other guys uh, and he, Mike Holmgren took those guys into Green Bay, uh, also around the West Coast offense, uh, they became a powerhouse and then you had Steve Mariucci assistant from Green Bay go to the 49ers and I would say since like the 90s. Uh, the 49ers have always been uh, a respected rival, and every chapter is, is interesting. And this one's an interesting saga. Um, I think you can go back with just the history of Aaron Rodgers being potentially the first pick in the 2005 draft, and the 49ers had the opportunity. Offensive coordinator at that time was none other than Mike McCarthy. You guys know the rest. Um, 2006, Mike McCarthy goes to Green Bay, and Rodgers goes to Green Bay in the draft. Uh, but then you have Shanahan go to the 49ers, uh, and he is good friends with Salah and LaFleur, and LaFleur goes to Green Bay. So there's just always been an interesting tie with the 49ers. Uh, two years ago, we went to... Played against the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. Packers got rocked. Um, it's been a back-and-forth rivalry, and coming into the game, there were a lot of question marks. I think this was a huge test for Green Bay um, because of the way they fell completely flat on their face week one. And then week two, they won, but there were still some questions. So it was good to play against a good 49er team. And, wow, what a game. <laughs> I'm uh, still trying to catch up with everything that went on. Um, I was surprised with how the game started because I did not think Green Bay would come out uh, as hot as they did or score first. Usually, um, and usually these games, it's indicative in the beginning of uh, who's going to usually be in control and take this game. Um, when the 49ers have beaten the Packers, they start out hot and they just put their foot in the pedal. Uh, same with Green Bay. This time around, Green Bay was up and they're up big. And people forget. Uh, so the Packers scored right before half in a 17 0. Uh, but I think it was two or three drives previous. The Packers also got down to, it was 10 0. Packers got down to the 49ers goal line and they go for it on fourth and goal, do not convert. And I knew at the time that was going to be, uh, that was going to come back to potentially bite them because, you know, in the hindsight, right, 
if you were to take the field goal, 13 nothing, which isn't great because you're not a full two possessions ahead. But you also don't want to leave points on the board. Uh, it didn't matter. Uh, Green Bay was able to score right before the half. But then the 49ers answered. And it made me feel a little uneasy. And what made it frustrating was the 49ers were having a difficult time getting the ball in the end zone uh, that last drive. And then Mike Shanahan. It's Mike. Well, Shanahan calls, uh, puts in Trey Lance. And Trent Williams just blows up and bulldozes. And now you're going to the halftime 17-7, but San Francisco gets the ball to start the second half. Um, then 49ers score, 17-14. Green Bay responds. You got yourself at 24-14. San Francisco responds. Green Bay responds. Um, the game was getting tight. And there were a lot of, it was a hard game to win. Um, every time the Packers see that seemed like they had enough momentum, the 49ers punch back. And what you were kind of had in your head was, well, if the 49ers can make a key stop and have enough time that they could win this game. And it almost played exactly like that. So Green Bay... Uh, 49ers are driving late in the fourth, well, no, middle fourth quarter, and Garoppolo is about to get hit, and he throws the ball, and throws it behind him, so it's like kind of a ladder, so it's a live ball. Packers recover. Packers are up three at this point. You knew they had to get a touchdown. 49ers still had all their timeouts left, and Green Bay is able to get a couple first downs. And then it's like third and... It's third down. They do not convert. Oh, yeah, it's third down. And a play that they usually convert, third and fourth, I believe, to Adams. And he Rodgers throws it, does not make completion, and Packers have to settle for a field goal. And you look at the clock, and the 49ers have about two minutes and 37 seconds with three timeouts left. Green Bay actually has none. So you're thinking to yourself, did Green Bay, you know, it wasn't a perfect game. Green Bay really struggled um, to just seize the moment. Uh, they had plenty of opportunities. They were up at 1.17-0, and the 49ers rallied all the way back. Um, so you're wondering, okay, can Joe Barry's new defense make a key stop when it needs to? Uh, up to that point, they were actually playing a pretty fair defense. Uh, I would say probably they've looked, I know this kind of sounds, but even though they gave up 28 points, they looked a lot better this week. Uh, we'll get back to that in a second. But Garoppolo goes down, and to his credit, Jimmy made plays when they needed to. Uh, made it so frustrating. I think Green Bay had the 49ers twice at 3rd and 10. Both times, big plays. The first one down to George Kittle, and he just stiff-arms Jair Alexander, who... You know what, Jair, good cover corner, but there were some good passes against him. Um, and Kittle goes for a big gain. I think it was like maybe like a 30-yard gain or more. Um, and that put the game at the two-minute mark. And they're, I think, at like the 30, Green Bay's 38 or in the 30s. And they still have three timeouts left. You look, Green Bay makes a couple plays, third down, and then 
on third down, Garoppolo goes to Debo Samuel, and not a lot's there. Um, and Debo Samuel makes a great catch and is able to wrestle uh, Jair for it. Um, then throws it to Kittle, and now Green Bay, San Francisco is at like the eight yard line, and there's now. I think there was a minute left when Kittle caught it. So they let the clock run uh, down to about 30 seconds, 30, uh, like 40 seconds left. Uh, Garoppolo finds Juszczyk after making all his reads. Juszczyk makes a good, fo- fo- good football move, pushes his way to the end zone. Bang. Now San Francisco's up. 30 seconds left on the clock. No timeouts. And you know what's crazy? And I know some people will be like, oh, that's hindsight. But you knew, you have a feeling that, and this is just what makes Aaron Rodgers just a very special football player. You knew, even though it said 30 seconds left, no timeouts, for some reason it just felt like he was going to make a play. And he's done it, you know, he doesn't do it all the time. No one does it all the time. But there are sometimes special moments that he can do those things. Uh, um, 2016, division champion, or not division champion, sorry, divisional game against the Cowboys. I don't think they had any timeouts left either. And he makes that one play to Jared Cook, which is an all-timer play, and gets out of bounds and they're able to kick a field goal. But um, down one, there aren't many things in the playbook and this is where improvisation and this is where having a guy that you go to the trenches with in this case Devonte adams and you just make a play and 49ers played good defense i mean sorry they played the defense of call that you should play with 30 seconds left and there's no timeouts however fred warner who is an amazing linebacker by every right was just slightly he didn't play it bad but he didn't get deep enough and rogers makes a fantastic throw fantastic throw right to Devonte adams and now green bay's like i think they either crossed the 50 or just before the 50 and they still have 20 seconds left i think when they made that play you you start to Realize like, okay, the Green Bay actually has a, a chance here. And it's because it was such a big first. That was like a you know, 25, 30-yard gain. And when you make that throw um, as the first play and you're able to stop the clock, you have enough time to get one more big chunk play, quote-unquote. And I guess this is where this was an interesting one because uh, so they spike it. So that's first down. Second down, incomplete. Uh, kind of threw it low. Uh, there's about 16 seconds left and third down goes and he's able to do uh, honestly it looked like a pretty easy route from rogers to Devante. i don't think the 49ers uh, played the right cover or they should have bracketed at least adams but what makes it hard for that is you don't also want to give up the big play down the middle um like you know potentially have a game winner but Adams gets the ball, and you see Rodgers. They're running. My heart's pacing, but they're able to stop the clock with about three seconds left. 
50 yards away, Mason Crosby comes on. Uh, he gets iced, and then <laughs> he makes it. Uh, wow. Unbelievable. And you, you, they, you needed the Green Bay really, I know, you know, you can all say like, oh, yeah, or do they need it any more than the other team? But they needed this win. And I think it's because of this season and because of the magnitude and all the publicity with that comes with this season, they they needed to make a statement and they also had to prove to themselves. And there's a lot, uh, the, there was a lot um, in these early games. This is how you can sometimes can tell um, what type of season it could be. And that was a fantastic play. And the it's a tough it's a tough pill to swallow if you're on the 49er side. I get it, but this this was just Green Bay's game. Not that you know they just made a couple more plays than the 49ers. And sometimes these games it comes down to that. And fantastic, fantastic win. How can you not be romantic about football? <laughs> Very special, and like I said, you know, if this is the quote-unquote last dance for Rodgers in, in Green Bay, then enjoy every moment of it, but my goodness. Um, good win. So, yeah, what are some of the – what are some key takeaways? I think one, the first is – let's start on the uh, defensive side. They did look better. They got a lot more pressures, which was surprising because I don't think a lot of people thought without Zadarius Smith that the pass rush would look the same. Um, you could also tell that Eric Stokes is looking like a pretty good player. Now, he got a couple flags called on him, but he, he also made a couple really good plays, and he's right there. That speed is translating really well, and this guy's a rookie. I definitely think he's going to be – him and – Alexander could be a really good combo and Alexander had a pick, which was nice. It was nice to see a turnover. Um, the second turnover, I'm not going to count. That was more of just Jimmy Garoppolo, um, you know, throwing the ball. So that's not really green base play to call, but they made a lot of good stops, which was nice because there were some key, key plays where they needed it. Although there were some third down penalties that man tough. And I'll just say this, they're, Flags all over the place all night and going against both teams. Um, and you, you know, you just don't want games to be ruled out by the refs. But overall, the defense still has a lot of work to do. They're looking a little bit better. Um, I also think it doesn't help that the 49ers don't really have their full running back strength, um, which is like a characteristic of the 49er football team. And I think that has a big effect. Um, with that said, um, the Green Bay played a lot better on defense. Offensive side, um, got to give a lot of credit to the offensive line uh, because 49ers have been a, they have an intense pass rush. So they were able to maintain um, some good football, especially with all these guys out because I think a big concern was not having Elgin Jenkins, who's probably our best lineman outside of David Bakhtiari. A lot of young rookies, a lot of young players but making good plays. Um, I will say you would like to see Valdez, Scatling, Lazard a little bit more in the passing game. This was really an Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams type uh, football game. I think half of 
the completions that Rodgers completed was to Adams. Now, that's just one good quarterback and one amazing receiver and two legends. But uh, you would like to see a little bit more passing ball in the game. Um, Lazard had one good big catch, and you wish I wish he was a little bit more involved. Um, not as much to uh, the running game. And I think that's one thing. The running game is getting a little bit – it's not quite there yet. Now, they were making some good plays, uh, getting Jones some yardage, but we're not quite to the level that we were last year. Uh, I will say A.J. Dillon hasn't – he hasn't got a lot of carries, but he's not really – he showed flashes last year, and it's not showing right now. So I think, you know, we'll give it some time. Uh, Jones looked a lot stronger today, although – yeah, I think that there's one area I'd love for the running game to pick up because if our running game can pick up, it makes the passing game for Green Bay so much easier. I will say there have been a couple conversions that um, or plays that Green Bay needed, then they didn't make. There were a couple third downs where like, ah, oh, that would have been key or oh, we could have really put them away. But uh, credit San Francisco for also making good plays. And yeah, week three, everybody, uh, Green Bay 2-1. Let's see who they play next. They play Pittsburgh. It's a big one on Sunday in the afternoon. That'll be a fun one. And then they play October 10th against the Bengals. So, yeah, Green Bay's got they got some games going. Um, you know, if Green Bay can knock a couple, get a couple of these wins early, uh, they could put themselves in a really good position. Uh I still don't think this team has a full identity yet, but this is more in line with how Green Bay plays. And sometimes you need those type of games to get you back into like a sink. And I think one thing you don't want to see is them blow a type of lead like that. Although in today's NFL, 17 points, it's not necessarily the end of the world anymore. Uh, teams are so – it's – a lot easier for some reason. Well, not for some reason, but it's a lot easier for teams to come back. That's why that's with these high potent offenses and big impact plays. But sometimes you got to get a lead and you got to win these close dugout games. But uh, yeah, I'm happy with today's performance. It's a good Sunday win. And you guys have a wonderful weekend. I hope you have a wonderful start to your week and welcome to fall. It's football season, baseball season, the Brewers also clinched the NL Central um, second time in four years. Uh, it's huge for them. And I'm I'm not like the biggest Brewer fan, but I grew up watching them. Um, I did go out to the NLCS when they played in LA. Uh, so it's nice to see because baseball is such a hard game to win when you're a small market. Uh, you guys already know how I feel about the Milwaukee and the Bucks. And like, uh, you know, so it's, it's good to see them and they have the potential you know, chance to go far and, you know, we'll see how they do. Uh, they, they were in a little bit of a, not a slump, but they were in, they were losing some games, but now that they clinched it with six games like left, uh, it feels good. So hopefully the bullpen will stay strong and we'll see. Uh, so with that being said, that is the official end of this episode. I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. Uh, shout out to my old roommate, Obi. I know you're watching. I know that was an intense one. <laughs> We got some intense battles, especially between the 49ers and the Packers and then the Suns and the Bucks. But uh, he's been a great sport about um, all these games. So um, shout out to him. Hope he's doing well. And take care, everybody. This is 4 and 4 Buck, the system. And I'm your host, Justin. Good night.